What's up, world? Welcome to the Positive Truth, uplifting and positive news that you believe in yourself and the world around you. Tim, what are we trying to bring? Here at the Positive Truth, we're trying to bring awareness, empowerment, inspiration, optimism, and understanding of communities everywhere. JP, how are you, sir? I am feeling inspired by my inspirational story. How are you feeling, Tim? I'm feeling stupendous. Ah, uh, we have two inspirational stories on this Friday. Tim, what do you got? I have a woman by the name of Muddy Mildred Wilson. She is 83 years old, and she just, excuse me, um, she just finished her second Tough Mudder race. What's a Mudder race? A Tough Mudder race is a 5K. You have to go through these obstacles, and the whole entire time, there's mud everywhere. You're running through mud, climbing in mud, diving in mud, swimming in mud. It's just wild. Um, she actually just finished her third one, I apologize. And she just became the oldest person to ever finish the famous 5K. Um, Tough Mudder is actually really, really cool. Edna ran in it some years ago, her and her friend. And uh, I went and watched her. I didn't even run in it, you know, which is funny. But she had a blast. And I was like, that's cool. I just didn't want to get in the mud. I was really big in the not climbing in the mud. Um, so I saw how difficult it is. It's not something that you can just do, like, if you're out of shape. You actually got to run and climb and walk and have some balance. So the fact that an 83-year-old woman was able to do this is pretty awesome. How old? 83. Um, the reason why she decided to do this <laughs> at 83 years young, um, she ended up losing her her husband. And whenever she lost her husband, she basically wanted to keep continue doing something that they planned while he was alive. He watched her finish her first 5K, and he ended up passing before she was able to race her second one. So she, she decided, you know what, I'm going to keep pushing it pushing forward and I'm going to keep dedicating these races to him. So she just finished her third one. And on her third one, she did something really, really cool. Um, she basically decided she wanted to get money so others can drink clean water. She basically started a GoFundMe and was promoting it to raise money for a rural village in Africa to get clean water over there so everybody can drink clean water. And at 83 years old, I just thought this was amazing. One, she's doing some running. You know, I love that personally. Two, she's having fun. Three, she's giving back. And four, she's not letting anything stop her, man. It's really a... a and or her story. age. Yeah, her age doesn't mean anything, man. 83 years young, I wish I was like her one day. I just thought this was a really, really cool story. And plus, I thought her name was really, really awesome as well with Muddy Mildred. I wish I had that name. Like, not even gonna lie. Muddy Mildred? Muddy Mildred, man. They used to call me Timmy the Tooth. I would rather be called Muddy Mildred any day. <laughs> So that's because it fits. Exactly. So background, well, not background, behind the scenes for the podcast, we don't tell each other the stories that we're going to do because we want genuine, genuine reactions. But today sinks so well, Tim. That's why I was fist pumping during your story. Hey. So have you ever been to a hotel before? Indeed. Did you know that soap is the most commonly used hotel amenity? Over TV, over the internet, which is insane to me. Over the closet, soap is most used over a one to two day period. Huh. That's good. Man, everybody's cleaning themselves. Okay. So that leads me to my inspirational story. There's a man named Sean Cyper. In 2008, he was staying at a hotel in Minneapolis. And he was what he called a road dog. He was a tech executive. And he spent 150 days per year in hotels on business trips. One night, after a few room service cocktails, he was a little tipsy. 
And you know what he was thinking? I wonder what happens to all the unused hotel soap. So they called the front desk to him. And he said, excuse me, you all do with the, no with the leftover soap. And the lady on the other line was like, sir, sounds like you want another cocktail. And he was like, absolutely I do. That was why I was calling. But also, what happens to all the soap? And she said, well, we throw it all away. And he said, do all hotels throw it away? And she said, yes, sir, it all goes in the landfill. So Cyper, Cyper, tech, starts doing math. He's waiting for his cocktail. He's excited for his cocktail, but he's like, man, that's a lot of soap. So he starts doing math on it, and he's like, huh, millions of bars of perfectly salvageable soap go to waste each year. So then he went a few weeks later, started walking around his hometown Orlando. He's like, hey, uh, y'all have any leftover soap? Can I have it? He went to six hotels, and they were all like, yes, take it, please. So he takes it all, takes it home, and he puts it in a little, essentially like a little Instapot steam, like <laughs> steam cleaner thing. And he melts it all down and he creates a new bar of soap. He got it so hot it would melt and he got rid of all the bad bacteria. And he was like, we can, this is the best idea ever. Hotels are wasting millions of bars of soap. I can turn out 500 new soaps per day. We can give them back, it's gonna be great. So he launched a nonprofit called Clean the World. And he's like, this is the best idea ever. He applies for the Bill and Linda Gates Foundation. And he's like, man, we're about to get the funding. All I need is the funding to buy the equipment and we can knock this out. He submitted it and within eight hours, he got a rejection notice. And at the end it said, please do not reapply with your idea for the next three years. And he was crushed. Because he was like, I found a way to reuse all this soap, but I can't give it back to people. It was 2008, the economy is crashing. So he's like, I gotta figure something out. So he made hotels pay a small fee, up to 50 cents per dollar per room to participate in the soap recycling program. They would provide everything they needed to streamline the donations and get rid of their waste. They would give them storage bins, shipping, staff training. They would also get impact reports detailing the social and environmental impact of their donations. He said for hotels, it served two purposes. It was a relatively affordable way to get rid of all their waste and it helped them meet their sustainability goals. And now Clean the World has more than 8,000 hotel partners and roughly 1.4 million rooms around the world. Since 2009, they've collected 13 million pounds of discarded soaps and distributed 68 million bars of reprocessed soap to 127 countries around the world. They've also diverted 23 million pounds of plastic and soap from landfills and sent a lot of it to countries that need hand soap to help keep kids from getting diarrhea disease and dying. If that's not super awesome, I don't know what it is. Hygiene is important. That's amazing, man. I think that's like super unique. It is inspiring because it's one of those things that like nobody's thinking about, but this man did something about it. So shout out to him. It's not over, Tim. It gets more inspirational. How? Well, first of all, anytime Syrian, Haitian earthquake happened, he would send bars of soap there because he realized like, you get sick with no hospital around, no, you're pretty much done. And he wants to make sure kids get it. 
So then in 2020, clean the world faced a big problem. Supply was crippled because all the hotels were closing because of the pandemic and demand for soap was at an all time high. So they said we were nearly at the brink of extinction because when a time when people needed soap more than ever. So all the countries was giving back like, please get us soap, please. And he's like, I'm getting it from hotels. What am I going to do? So what he started doing was he started going around any place that was just had any leftover soap, just collecting it on foot, on hand, restaurants, businesses closing down, anywhere he could do and he would ship it back. And they held out until the first opening in the pandemic. And since then they've been distributing it to homeless shelters and for kids in need because hygiene related deaths among children have been on the decline for the past 30 years since 1990 and they've fallen almost 50%. And it's because of people like him, organizations like that, people being aware. That's amazing, man, all around. So yeah, Why, be sanitary, inspirational stories. Ah. I see what you did there. Before we get out of here, we need to pause, do audio meditation. So where me and Tim talk about one thing we're grateful for each because in the stresses of life, we often overlook all the great things going on in our own lives. We encourage everyone listening to think of one thing you're grateful for as well. Guaranteed to make your day so much more positive. Tim, what are you grateful for today? Man, I'm grateful for this, like, the sunny weather. I know it was really hot this past week, but it's been nice, man. It's been nice getting some sun, getting a tan. I can seem to remember this past Tuesday where you were mocking me because it was 50 degrees. That's like 10 degrees Celsius for not wearing a coat. It's cold, man. <laughs> now today it's like the heat's oppressive. Summer is here and humidity is an all-time high. It was bad. <laughs> Speaking of that, I'm grateful for air conditioners. But I'm really grateful, since we're talking about hygiene products, as someone that has contacts, I love, I am so grateful for all of the contact solutions that you keep contacts in at night because it helps it keep everything clean because you don't want anything in your eyeballs, especially when you have contacts. I feel that. No, I don't. Can you see a wonderful quote to get us out of here? Absolutely. Uh, surround yourself with people who are only going to lift you higher. Quotes by Tim. If you want to support the podcast, make sure to like, share, subscribe, rate, and review. Five-star review helps us out so much. Helps us spread our message of positivity out to the world. We also have a Patreon where if you subscribe, you get a bonus positive news episode every single week. And we take all of our Patreon money and our sponsorship money and we donate every single month when we do our favorite positive news stories of that month. And whoever the Patreon tells us to donate to, that's exactly where we donate to. We're out. Stay positive.